All right, all right. What's going on, friends and family? Thank you guys so much for tuning into Every Day to Saturday with your host, me, myself, and I, Brian Roof. Hey, guys, welcome to another show. This is going to be episode 19, Coaching and Playing Football. If you had had the chance to go check out the last episode, 18, it was adjusting to life after the Marines. It kind of gets you a little bit of a better understanding of some things. I'm going to kind of dive, you know, a little bit back into uh, when I was coaching and playing football at the same time as trying to be a dad, you know, juggle my married life. You know, I was working. There's just so much that was going on at that time. So I just thought I would kind of spend a little bit of time on that. And, um, you know, I thought you guys might enjoy some of that and hear some of my heartaches and stuff that I really went through. Uh, but anyhow, uh, I hope you guys have been enjoying the show. There's been some really great interviews. If you hadn't had the chance and uh, checking some of those out, go back and check them out. Uh, my last, I've done 10 interviews now. My last one that I did was with uh, Sean Laurie, uh, interview 10. That guy is an amazing guy. He's an Army veteran. He did uh, two combat tours over in Afghanistan, got hurt on the second one. You know, uh, it led to him getting out of the army and then it led to him having some addiction and having to pull his way out of addiction. And now he's a major advocate for the veteran community, not only just for the veteran community, but, you know, people in general. And he's just a really great guy. So if you haven't had a chance to check that uh, episode out, go check it out. And there's a lot of other great episodes before that as well. So like I said, if you haven't had a chance to check out any of the interviews, go check them out. But anyways, guys, without further ado, I want you guys to check out this little message from my buddy over at uh, Renovet.org. Check him out. My name is Jason Rhodes. I've been the owner of a successful remodeling company for three years. I've dedicated 85% of the profit from that business to remodeling homes for disabled veterans and first responders completely for free. I have created a nonprofit 501c3 to assist in continuing this work. I am on a mission to bring awareness to the need and to raise money by walking 1,400 miles from Sanford, North Carolina to Austin, Texas. Please visit renovet.org to learn how you can help. That's R-E-N-O-V-E-T dot O-R-G. Right, all right, all right, friends and fam. We're going to go ahead and get into today's episode. That's episode 19, Coaching and Playing Football. All right, so if you guys uh, tuned into the last episode, um, I kind of touched uh, and kind of glossed over um, when I was coaching at the, my old uh, high school that I went to, and um, I also was playing semi-pro football. So I'm going to kind of dive a little bit you know, more into that because – uh, that was a big part of my life, and that was kind of one of the you know big first things that I kind of was doing um, when I was trying to get out of the Marine Corps. And um, you know, I think I was really just trying to keep my mind busy, and 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 football was just a big uh, therapeutic outlet for me. You know, I can uh, go hit someone and uh, take out a lot of my anger on people <laughs> without any uh, you know without getting in trouble. So uh, football has always been appealing to me. Um, I love, you know, just I just love the, the sport itself and, and, and the camaraderie that it builds up. And uh, there's a little discipline in there. And like I said, just being able to go out there and boom, you know, pop some people and let out a little bit of some aggressions from time to time. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, when I was at uh, the gym one day, um, 
I had ran into an old coach that was my coach back in, uh, you know, youth football days. And uh, he was running the uh, freshman uh, program over at the high school, Highland High School, the, the same high school I went to. So, you know, um, one, you know, here's my old coach. That's already a plus. Two, he's coaching at my old high school. And then three, he's like, hey, you know, are you, you know, do you got anything really going on? You, you know, you want to coach? And I'm just like, man, I would love to coach. You know, um, I, I would love to, you know, get back involved in football. I've always loved football. And I remember, <laughs> I remember my, my last game in high school. Um, we made it all the way to like the second round or something like that. No, sorry. I think we made it all the way down to like the semifinal, um, to the playoffs. And we ended up losing that game. And, um, I cried, I cried cause man, I just, you know, I had that gut feeling like, man, I'm probably never going to play again. You know, um, I knew I had a chance to go. I had some like little, very little small colleges looking at me, but I just didn't really, um, have an urge to, you know, look at it. But man, I was just so somber at my last high school game. And, um, <laughs> so, you know, getting the chance to f go back and coach and, and just be a part of the game again. I was, I was just actually, you know, thrilled that I got that the opportunity and to be also um you know kind of led under coaches that coached me and you know so now I'm kind of getting mentored by the guys that coached me and that I looked up to um, when I was young so um I had I jumped all over that opportunity I thought it was a great opportunity and then what he basically said is that um there's in the freshman level at that high school and actually at all the local high schools I'm not sure if they do it anymore um, because the high schools are starting. There's so many of them that I'm sure the kids are kind of spread thin. Uh, but they used to have an A and a B squad. And that's just to kind of give uh, kids that are kind of newer, you know, that maybe haven't played or something like that, an opportunity to actually go and play. And, and um, you know, so that way they're not missing out all the time. And because, you know, once you get into high school, it's not like you're guaranteed to play. Um, as you are like in the youth sports like that, you know, you, you paid for your kid to play, you, you know, you're guaranteed for him to play what, you know, and stuff like that. But when it comes to high school football and, and other sports like that in general, um, you know, you're not guaranteed a spot. So, you know, dividing it up and especially if there's a lot of kids coming out, you know, it just gives those other kids that are kind of new the opportunity to learn. So when they all go up to JV, they're more at a, you know, kind of, more at a lane, uh, level playing field, um, so to speak. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, there's always uh, a, a bonus in, in learning and playing earlier, um, trust me. Um, but uh, so the opportunity to be a head coach of the B team, I was like, wow, here's my first year being thrown right into like a, a, a you know, head coach position. And I'm like, all right, man, that'd, that'd be awesome. Um, you know, so it's not like, um, I kind of just was like out on my own, you know, so a lot of times, um, the practices were all together. Um, but he also let me bring on, um, you know, some, some of my own coaches. So I, what I did is I brought on a good buddy of mine that I played high school with my good my buddy E house. Um, he, uh, definitely, uh, was very happy to have him as a coach. He, he 
he kind of dealt with the defense and I dealt with the offense is, is the way we kind of worked it. And um, I thought it worked great. And, um, you know, having a whole bunch of kids that never played before, I thought the two of us really, you know, put those kids in a great position and, and um, started, you know, they even got to the level, like our B squad, uh, we had these kids playing so well that the A team kept trying to pick from them. And it, you know, it, you kind of get kind of uh, territorial, but the whole goal is for those guys to get up to the A squad. So um, it's kind of a bittersweet type of thing when they start pulling from them, you know, from your squad and start plucking up some of them guys. Uh, you're like, ah, man, but you're also happy for them because you're like, see, dude, you did it, you know, and, and um, they're, they're seeing it. And, and so it kind of gives you a little bit of pride. Like, and, and like I said, you're like, it's, the the <laughs> competitive side in you is like oh man he's gone you know um, but like I said it, it's you're happy to see the kids progress and you know as a coach you're doing the right thing and you're getting these kids to learn because that's the that's the whole goal at that level at the B level is to kind of teach those kids the very basics of the game and then let them hone in on their own skills and 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 things of that nature so. Um, but you know, we mimicked everything that the A team did. Uh, we did a lot of practices together, um, but they also allowed us to kind of, you know, do our own thing because the uh, B games were typically on uh, Wednesdays, and the um, A teams were on uh, on Thursdays. So, and and sometimes uh, some of the B kids got to go dress up and go to the A games and stuff like that. So um, it was pretty cool. But I gotta say, I did. <laughs> I did kind of run into um, a, a, a you know a, a situation where uh, there was a coach that um, they they had basically I didn't know the guy um, but they had recommended him and you know were basically like hey he needs you know I would say he was kind of forced upon me to take him in on as, as a coach um, but you know I didn't really know the guy. Um, but he, you know, well, actually, uh, sorry, I'm getting way ahead of the game. That's later the next year. I coached two years. The second year is when I ran into some crazy stuff. I'll get back into that. Anyways, back to uh, when I was coaching up the B team. Now, while I was coaching, um, I had found out there was a, sem a local semi-pro football team. And I was super interested because, man, I – don't feel like I had gotten enough from, you know, uh, after high school. I did play in the Marine Corps, but uh, it was cut short because of 9-11. And uh, we didn't get to go, you know, play. I didn't get to play my whole four years. So I guess that I didn't feel like I got enough out of it. So um, when I heard there was a semi-pro football team, I was like, oh, hell yeah, man. Sign me up. So uh, I looked into it, and um, it was uh, – if you guys know who Patty LaBelle is, she's a famous singer. Well, she had put together a league. It's kind of on the West Coast and on the East Coast. And it's, you know, it's it's all these different divisions and and they all play against each other and there's a big like uh Super Bowl type of deal. Uh we even had a, a like a huge uh ceremony for this thing. Um it was it was pretty cool. Um the team was called the AV Dirt Devils. Let me show you my uh, uh, jersey.
so you can see the little devil face on there. We were uh, sponsored by Honda, Robertson Honda. That's local to us. And then, jeez, uh, it's hard to show on this camera, but I was number 50. So pretty cool. Uh, we didn't put back our last names on them. But uh, it was fun um, and interesting, like to say the least, because here I am, uh, 23 years old. This was around the year 2004 um, when I was playing, trying to coach, uh, do all those things. So my day would basically consist of I, I had that job in the aerospace industry. I worked at Northrop Grumman. I go to work from, it was uh, 5 to 3.30, all right? Get out of work from, you know, 3.30, jet over to uh, Highland High School, and then we would start practice roughly about 4.30. So I gave myself a little, like, and I mean, I want to say it's about a 20-minute drive to the high school from uh, where I work. So I gave myself a little bit of time to reprieve and just, you know, chill out, change over, get myself in my coach stuff. And then I would go to uh, coach from uh, about 4.30 to about 6.30. And then I would head over uh, to uh, semi-pro football. And uh, the practices usually were about 7 to 9 on uh, over there. So, man, I, I, I was very uh, busy from, you know, I started work at 5 in the morning, got off 3.30, went over to practice from 4.30 to 6.30, jammed straight over to the semi-pro uh, practice and practiced from 7 to 9, then drove home, which I had lived <laughs> like 45 minutes away. So it's almost like a whole nother hour. So it's like my days were very um, packed, jam-packed. So as you can see, I got really busy. And, and here I am, I, you know, my... Uh, my wife or yeah, she's my wife already at the time. Yeah. She's my wife. Uh, she's pregnant and, uh, we're getting ready to have a baby. And, um, you know, here I am just trying to take on the world. And, um, so it just didn't, that, that right there didn't, you know, make for a good, uh, situation by no means. Um, but anyhow, uh, but you know, playing, and coaching, it was uh, quite interesting, and in, in, to say the least, and very um, ch challenging in the sense that, you know, he had to switch it up. You had to go from here you are being a coach, and, and now you're getting thrown right into being a player again. And at the semi-pro level, and when I say semi-pro, it's not like I'm getting paid now. So don't think, yeah, oh, when you, when I'm saying semi-pro, it's, it's free. I'm I'm playing on my own behalf and there's no contract. There's no uh, money or anything like that. I'm, I'm just playing cause I really want to play. And you know, here we are uh, the community. It's a community team type of thing. And we're just trying to put together a cool, great community team and, and represent the Antelope Valley. Um, but uh, you know, <laughs> so that's also 
the other thing too, it's, it's hard to, uh, you know, sell that to your wife and stuff when you're not getting paid to do this. And, um, when you're coaching at the high school level, they do what's called a stipend and a stipend is basically, um, it's money from the school and they just give you one lump sum. And it's like, it's not even a lot. It's, I think it was around like $1,500. Now, that stipend's got to go amongst all the the people that you had help coach as well. So, you know, it's not just, um, you know, I, you know, here, here's $1,500 for myself. It's like, I dispersed it all and I kept it all even. I didn't want any extra for myself. You know, I didn't care if I was the head coach or whatever. It's just a, you know, a title. Um, so we definitely made sure it was all even. Um, but so my first year we did really decent and, um, the B team shined, uh, they didn't get to go like any kind of like playoff type of thing. Um, once there was only like, I want to say like a handful of games, like five games in total. Cause when the preseason started, they kind of kept the teams together. And then once uh, league play started, they allowed the B teams to kind of separate and break off. Um, I think there may have been a couple preseason games, but I can't recall too much. But so the first season had a decent season. Um, it was a lot of fun, uh, but I got invited to come back. Now this time, as I'm invited to come back, now my coaches that brought me on that were the A-team coaches, they got – pulled up to the varsity level to go run the offense um, at the varsity level. And so that left me as the head coach now of the A team. And so now I'm having to build up my own uh, coaching staff and everything. And um, this time I get uh, uh, one of my good buddies that I was in the Marine Corps with. And I also got another high school buddy that uh, I played football with. And um, then this is when I, I was tell, like getting ready to tell this story earlier. Then there's this other coach that was kind of given to me, and he had a couple other coaches that he had brought with him. And I didn't know any of these guys. They were all from the youth football level. And so um, they kind of knew a lot of the kids that were coming up to the freshman level, and that's kind of why they were trying to stay up on them. But, the, you know, the way that those coaches had came into it is is – um, they didn't treat the whole B team thing as though it's a B team. They wanted to take their great kids that they had coached up and um, that they had spent, you know, spent all the time coaching on. They wanted those kids on the B team. And uh, there was these two in particular kids that were really good athletes. I mean, uh, amazing athletes. And they knew it. They they, they had a, a total chip on their shoulders. Um, I just had real big struggles with that type of uh, personality um, because I, I don't like um, someone thinking that they're better than others and that they don't got to do everything everybody else has got to do because they're, you know, star talent. Um, and now the two kids that I'm talking about uh, – they are like really good friends. And so one day this, this day is the day I just, I, I can't take anymore. Um, they're super late to practice and we're on a pretty good size field. 
Um, they got dropped off on the street that has a whole fence. They have to jump over the chain link fence to get in. And then they're just, there's a, there's a good, I say like good, like three, three football fields worth of uh, field that they got to walk. Now these dudes are just straight up walking. Like they got no sense of urgency and I'm sitting there telling them to get, you know, to kind of like run like, Hey, let's go, let's go. Well, they just really start strolling, start really start strolling and just, you know, um, you know, being real lackadaisical. I'm like, hey, let's go. Let's go. You know, here are these other kids are, you know, been there on time. They're over doing all these drills, you know, huffing in the puffing. They've already done laps and stuff. And here comes these two just strolling on through, man, like like they had a cup of coffee or something. <laughs> but. I'm telling them to run and they just come over and they're like, and I'm just like, Hey guys, you guys realize you're late to practice and you guys are sitting here walking and they're just like, yeah. So, and they're just, I mean, they are, their attitudes are unbelievable and they're partially having an attitude with me too, because I wasn't their coach. The, these guys came with those other sets of coaches that I didn't pick. <clears throat> and, um, but these two guys were super star caliber, man. I ain't kidding you. <laughs> but that day was the, the 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 breaking point for me. They had done already a lot of disrespectful things I didn't even get into. But this one right here was the last of it. They just blatantly were disrespecting me the whole time, disrespecting the whole team as a matter of fact and the whole time. So you know what? I went ahead and made an example of those two. I went ahead and said, you know what? You guys are done. <laughs> I, I I really don't care anymore. Yeah, and they're just looking at me like they're like in shock like no you, you know like what like yeah you, you guys have had enough chances i'm done i'm not playing this game no more you guys are not welcome you to, to you know to be on this team well that set up a whole situation with those other set of coaches now basically um there was two other coaches one guy decided to stay the other guy was so pissed off about the situation and he he left and it caused a lot of bad blood between all of us anyway so um just because they thought they were such stars that they shouldn't have been kicked off and i'm and, and i'm like bro i've gone through so much with these guys they are bad apples on the team they're they're setting bad examples for all the other kids i i can't excuse this i can't allow them to do this and then to sit there and take someone's spot that's really legitimately out here busting their hump and working really hard so you know i end up um letting them letting them guys go and and um they end up going to the competing uh high school that we uh played against and yeah i mean shoot man they did get over there but uh, i don't care you know I, I really don't care who you are what star caliber you are if you got a shitty attitude and you don't want to work hard and you think you're better than everybody else i got no place for you on my squad i'd rather have the kid that that's a b team player that's out there giving me his all and he's out there just selling himself out each and every day i'd rather have that kid i'd rather have that kid we ain't getting paid or anything at this level so you know what i want to put in the ones that are out there giving me their all all the time so you know, if, if you're watching this and you, you know, you think you're a star or something like that, Hey man, humble yourself, humble yourself and be, and, and be 
just as is hard worker as the guy next to you no matter what caliber you are but uh anyway so it created a lot of problems with this other coach and um he was in charge of the b team and i me and my guys were in charge of the a team there's this one in particular time man um i get word that there's a kid playing on the b team that's not supposed to be he's not even on the team they, no one's ever seen him before because while the B team plays on the Wednesdays, we're still practicing. You know, the A team's practicing while they're playing. And it's a home game that day, so they're there. So I go and um, I have my buddies kind of take on the rest of the practice. And I start walking down to the field, and I'm, like, looking, and I'm, like, dude, who is this kid, man? And obviously the kid's not, like, the he's not playing like a B team uh, caliber player. And so I'm like, I'm trying to get investigated. I get over and I see some of the kids and I'm asking them, who is this kid? They're like, I don't know, coach, you know, told us to uh, let so-and-so give him his pads and let him go play. And I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? So I got this one kid and I feel bad because he's, you know, obviously um, he, he wasn't a good player at all, man, but he still showed up every day. He just wasn't ath- athletically fit and, this other coach just, you know, uh, just thought that it was okay to take his pads and give them to <clears throat> check this out. This kid that he gives the pads to is <laughs> the opposing teams, the uh, like our um, opposing high school, Palmdale High School, one of their kids who has injured and not supposed to be playing. But they go ahead and suit him up for our game, and he's in there running and 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 scoring touchdowns, dude. I'm like, no, oh my gosh, bro. I I'm like, this is done. Uh, um, I went out there, pulled him out. I said, what are you doing? And and here I am, the head coach. So, um, I I'm I'm, I'm so pissed, dude. I but there's not much I can do. I didn't choose this guy, but now I'm in trouble with the athletic department because they end up finding out about this situation. So now I got the athletic director coming after me. I get called into the athletic director's office and I have to sit there and explain, explain to him the whole situation. And, and I'm not in on the whole thing. I don't, you know, and I'm, I, my recommendation is, was to, to, to boot the uh, one coach and that we'll go ahead and take over uh, the B team because he didn't deserve to be on there and there wasn't very many games left anyway. So that's basically what happened is, uh, the guy got it fired. Um, I got reprimanded and, um, you know, th- there was also another situation that happened that year. I kind of had a bad run, uh, at my first year as a head coach. That's for sure. Because, um, you know, I'm young. I, I'm new to coaching, I kind of fell victim to listening to the crowd and, and allowing the crowd to getting in my head. Not the crowd, but one in particular parent. Um, now, my offense, we kind of ran like a double wing T, and that offense kind of required a bigger uh, quarterback that could lead block as the, the ball was pitched out. So I had a, a good kid for that that position. Um now the kid had a strong arm and he was a good sized boy but his his and he was a super 
inaccurate. I mean, <laughs> he couldn't uh, – I don't know. He just could not hit any passes, on, you know, because he just – he was just zooming them, and uh, he just had no accuracy whatsoever. But we were trying to work on that and trying to hone in on it. I wasn't trying to rush him into a passing situation. And being that we are running offense, there was no need to really keep – you know, putting him into a situation that's going to uh, hurt his, you know, you know, uh, thoughts or whatever. I mean, you don't want to, you know, upset a kid and, and then he starts playing horrible and, and they really can get into a funk, especially if you know they, they don't really have the ability. Well, we're playing this one team and, and uh, they're kind of, they're stuffing our run a lot. So we're, we're really having a rough time pushing the ball. So we're starting to get the pass the ball, pass the ball. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try to spread us out a little bit. And, and I guess, you know, uh, try to spread out the offense and then we'll run some more plays running like that. And we were getting a little better, but uh, the ball was still having a hard time. And I mean, uh, obviously these guys knew we were going to be primarily um, run anyways, because we're just suited that way. If anybody watched film on us, I mean, you're going to know what we're running. So, and, and we didn't really care because we were pretty good at what we did. You know, the double wing off uh, offense has a lot of trickery and stuff like that. And um, the blocking scheme's way different than normal. Um, but anyhow, so the dad, you know, screaming, pass the ball. And finally, I, I you know, he, he's breaking me down. And I'm just like, all right, okay, let's just pass the ball. So here we go. He gets back, passes, boom, interception. Oh my, damn, bro. And I look back and I'm like, you know, I'm like shaking my head. Well, I think it was like uh, another series or two. And then I'm like, all right, let's go ahead and try to pass this shit again. Boom, man, another interception. So now the dad's just, just going off. And I'm like, man, I, we're like, dude, what do you want to keep passing? Your son's throwing interceptions. And now he's starting to talk shit and, you know, for the first time, I lose my bearing. I should never do this. And, I, I, you know, no coach should ever interact with any fans whatsoever. You know, you just need to have uh, the, the better sense to, to tune them out and not let them get you. Well, I didn't do that. <laughs> I'm, you know, young, out of the Marines, um, fucking spunky and shit. So, dude... <sighs> I'm like, turn around, and I'm just like, hey, you know, fuck you, man. You got a problem with me? We could take this out to the uh, parking lot. And, uh, we, you know, we're kind of just exchanging words. And um, some of the parents that knew me pretty well started kind of, you know, trying to calm him down and push him off away. Uh, my coaches were kind of pulling me away because they obviously not trying to get me. I didn't want me to get kicked out of the game. And here I am. I'm losing total uh, – just my, I've lost everything at this point in time. You know, my game plan way out the door. I've let these guys get to me. So, um, I, that was a big learning experience for me. That game. Um, I learned quickly that you don't interact with your fans, parents, none of them. You got a problem. You, you want to deal with it. You, you find the time and the time is not during the game. Right. So, um, that was, my faults, you, you know, when whenever you you make you make a mistake in life or you do something wrong, the best thing is just own it 
and then you can move on from it. And that's exactly um, what I did is I learned from that situation like, oh, man, I, I uh, could have dealt with that far better. So, um, you know, coaching is tough. It's, it's just very hard. A lot of times parents think that their kid is a star um and 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 that's okay everybody can you're entitled to your opinion you know you're playing with your kid at home he's making great catches and doing great things uh he comes out to practice with his peers and he and and not doing the exact same thing i i don't know what to say it's hard to express that part because you know when you get to the high school level uh parents aren't there for practice and it's just it's not because the parents don't want to be there it's just that that at the high school level um there's so much going on and the field's so spread out that the parents just aren't there because they kind of more or less would be getting in the way of things. So, you know, a lot of times they're not seeing how their kid's performing Monday through Friday, and then when it comes to game time, they're like, why isn't he playing? Well, sheesh, dude. All week long, he's moped. He's 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 uh, been lackadaisical. He's been sluggish. And, and here he is, you know, his uh, teammate over here, who is his backup, has been outshining him. So... I'm not the kind of guy that just because he's a great person and da 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 da, he's gonna play. I need to know that that week he was performing, and that when I get into the game, he's gonna perform. And it's not just hey, show up for the game. No, we need you all week long, buddy. So, um, you know, that's just the way I, my coaching uh, techniques are. And you know, some people may agree or not agree, but hey, that's just the way I did things. I'm not um, a person that believes in playing kids just because they're super athletes you know i'm uh you know if 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 my kid is good he'll you know he'll play if he's not good he won't play and that's just the way it goes and i'm not gonna um you know one thing about being a coach and especially now that like my kids younger and and i've gotten to go sit and be you know get my chair sit down and 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 be the parents in the stands and I've learned I've learned a lot I've learned that um, I don't talk crap about coaches anymore <laughs> because until you walk a mile in someone's shoes I, I just don't believe that you have the right or the you know the ability to talk shit about someone um, so being that I've been a coach and I know how hard it is to be a coach I in no way, shape, or form want to talk shit about a coach. And if you do want to talk crap about your kid's coach, I encourage you, go volunteer your time and go be a coach. If not, be en enjoy being the parent. I mean, that is a luxury that you get to have is pulling up your chair, sitting down, and just being the parent, you know. Um, otherwise... Like I said, there's always room for more volunteers. I'm I'm right currently right now I'm doing my son's um <laughs> pony little uh they're like uh four, five, and six year olds. Um, but my gosh, at that age it's like herding cats. But <laughs> you know, I'm doing it to help these kids and to help them learn. I already know their age and their maturity level that um you know, I'm only going to get what I'm going to get. But my goal is, is, hey, teach these little boys to be good ball players. And at the freshman level in high school um, and, and football and stuff like that, same kind of uh, method at that level is my thing is, is tuning these guys up 
So when they go up to JV or go up to varsity, that they're ready for that level and that they know what to do. And it's not that, you know, so when, when these kids move up to the next levels, um, these coaches got to spend less time on certain things and they're able to focus their, so, you know, on other things. So um, the, the younger ages, I encourage you as coaches, remember, it's about teaching them. It's about getting them to learn. It's not necessarily about winning. Winning is fun. I love winning. Trust me, winning is way more fun than losing. But, you know, you got to be you got to be able to be a good winner and you got to be a good loser, you know? So, you got to be able to do both and and be humble on on both sides because um the high of being a winner is is different being the than the low of being a lo, uh, loser uh, in certain cases on the sport so um anyways i just want to uh kind of uh cut this i guess from here kind of went out of like 34 35 minutes um i hope you guys have been enjoying the show i just wanted to kind of talk briefly about my life and experiences as coaching um i i didn't really do it too much longer after um, you know, the second year, cause man, you know, having, I ended up having another kid and school and gosh, everything that I was doing, it was just a lot to juggle. So unfortunately I didn't get to coach, you know, too many more years, but you know, like I said, I'm kind of getting back into it now, now that I got a, a little six year old who's, you know, going through all the ranks of all the sports. So I imagine, um, I probably will get myself back into that kind of world. And, um, you know, I actually have more time than I did back when I was doing it before. So, um, who knows where I may end up, but I kind of, I'm not going to lie. Um, I do kind of like being the parent though, just kind of sitting down and chilling. Um, it is kind of, uh, a lot easier, not going to lie. But, uh, anyways, guys, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, if you guys haven't had the chance to subscribe to the YouTube channel, please do check me out on Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all the different um, platforms that uh, you know have podcasts on them. If you guys are just out and about and you just want to put some earplugs in, you know, go check me out over on those platforms. If you guys want to watch these shows, go check me out over on the YouTube side. It's uh, I believe it's at every day is a Saturday. Three sixty-five is the way that you would find me on YouTube. But uh, anyways, thanks again. I hope you guys have a great one. Until next time. Err.